0: Hello and welcome. This is swinging at shins. You've got Aaron and Woodsy today. Woodsy, how you doing?
1: I'm back, baby. I'm back. I'm, I've been raring to go for for a while now, and I'm 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 ready, man. And let's uh, let's jump right in because I'm 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 sauced up for all these uh, all these topics we got today, brother.
0: I know it's been a while since you've been on on the air on the show here, and uh, um, like duly missed, yeah. Well, I think it's been three to be honest because we, sk- no, it's been two weeks for sure. It's been three, and we skipped last week, yeah. It's been a while. We yeah. we took that international break off ish, and then <laughs> last week Even we, didn't we take international breaks, all <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, look, if Rebecca Lowe can do it, I think we can do it too.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's, <laughs> that's our lead, we follow her. Yeah, she's
0: she's just carving the path for us. And we're just following behind it, that's all. Yeah,
1: yeah she, she paved the way, we just walk on.
0: <laughs> I think that's the only time that we'll ever be in the breath of Rebecca Lowe, or any sentence, <laughs> and it will only be said by us, not her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you're watching Rebecca Lowe, please enjoy the show, and you know, share it out if you want. To the rest yeah. of our fans, please also share us out, and newcomers, like, subscribe, follow, comment. We like fan engagement. Please do that. We love, we love it. Um, so, yeah, like I said, let's just jump right on into this. Um, do you want to jump into the match day 10 scores or um, how, where do you, you want to go? Where do you want to jump in? Where do you... you know what? I'm going to go over. Uh, go ahead. I was going to run just right down, right down through round 10 and then do a table real quick. And then because we missed lap match day nine, so people might not know, you know, where teams lie right now. So um, last week, match day 10, we had Crystal Palace uh, home against Spurs. They lost one one to two. Um, Chelsea lost at home to Brentford, two nil Bournemouth, one against Burnley, two one Arsenal stamped Sheffield United, who is having a real problem scoring anything. Um Rhett got this score right too, 5-0, which is incredible. So, tip of the cap for you, <laughs> Rhett. Um
1: <laughs> right?
0: Wolves and Newcastle. Again, I said this in uh Villa Villa. Apparently, Wolves are really good <clears> at <it>. home, <throat> and they held uh Newcastle to a draw at 2-2. West Ham lost against Everton 1-0. Didn't see that coming. I think um tournament legs are getting on him a little bit. Villa beat Luton Town at home, 3-1. Brighton drew to Fulham, didn't really see that coming either, 1-1. Liverpool beat Forest uh, at home, 3-0. And Manchester United and Manchester City, we had a derby. Don't know why we're not going to talk about it. We sort of are. Manchester United was held goalless, and City scored three, 3-0. 3 um, And the table sits at, I'll just do top eight. Um, Spurs at first, Arsenal second. Um, tied with both goal differential and points uh, with City. So that's one, two, three right there. Liverpool is sitting fourth with 23 points. Aston Villa sitting fifth. My boys, uh, 20, 22 points. Uh, Newcastle is sixth with 17, tied with Brighton with also 17, but ahead on goal differential. So Brighton sit at seventh. And United currently eighth with 15 points. Um, our bottom three, I'll do five, actually. Four sitting 16th with 10 points. Bournemouth, six, sorry, 17th with six points. That almost tripped me. Town, Burnley, and Sheffield United round out the bottom three at 18, 19, and 20 with a respective five, four, and one points. Not great. All right. Um, yeah, it's, uh, yes. It's, Go ahead. It's, it's not the greatest
1: looking table for those newly promoted sides. I can tell you that Mm-mm. they're very, uh, they're, they're this is the. Th-
0: Which is crazy. Cause, well, so Sheffield United personally, and we were going to, I was going to talk about it earlier, but might as well bring it up now because I just finished with them. Um, they're, they're a team that, Bounce right back uh did they bounce back i think they maybe had a one or two year <laughs> layoff but nonetheless they're they're most of their club most of their team uh has prem experience the manager i might not was it chris, is it chris wilder still or
1: uh he's not there that. he was the one I that should've... got him up the first time it's, it's uh, paul heckenbottom
0: yes he right um
1: I don't know if he has prem <laughs> experience.
0: Yeah, they've been pretty bad. Um, <laughs> only putting up one point, and it was a draw to Everton, which they probably should have won anyway. They were in the lead two one, um, but Everton rescued that. They've in their last five, they haven't won. They've given up twenty goals. I manager change. It's got to be right.
1: I I would say you know what you're. I think you're almost you're almost there. I don't know if a manager change is quite necessary considering this this team given whatever manager gets put in there is not going to succeed. It's not a, a a situation that that can have a, a success in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um they they were one of the fewest uh spenders in the league this year uh in the in the summer window. Um they didn't put any of the money to good use in my opinion the ones that, when they did spend um they got the one good uh one good player there from from your side from Villa uh, Arthur, he's, yeah. he, he's a good player man he's he's a darn good player yeah yes um Hammer is another good yeah. one that they got but mm-hmm. outside of those two i mean you're basically dragging up a championship side into the into the premier League here and i would say that the fixtures didn't the fixture pileup didn't uh, necessarily help them with the way that uh, with it, with the way it was lined up with the teams that were playing um obviously they they still got some big teams left to to go here too so yeah. Um, I I would say either way, it's not going to be a success. If they if they do end up firing him now, if you're going to do it during during the international break, that's when you do it. Mm-hmm. I could see them doing it at that time. Um, but you got to look at who the heck are you going to bring in? Who out there would take that job? I mean, the first one that comes to mind would be Sam Allardyce, but that's really it. I mean, I don't know if anybody out there really wants this this task, considering most likely you're probably going to get relegated in the stands.
0: I agree. I. I think for the fans sake, I don't know how attached they are to Paul heck and bottom. I mean, he did get him up. So there is some yeah. sort of uh, allegiance to that, but at some point you got to ask as a fan, when's enough enough. And, you know, you, ha- you kind of have to see an, a ma- managerial change. And you know what, this, this whole podcast for today, this episode is going to be uh, a running theme about managers. Um,
1: and, and I, bad think <laughs> if, if, yeah,
0: I think if I was a Sheffield United fan, I, I would try to get to the international break and I would hope that the owners would have enough cojones in them to fire and try to look for a new manager, whether it's, it could be Dean Smith, somebody who has prem experience who's, um, coached Aston Villa at one point he's coached a Brentford side in the championship. It was really good. Um, you could try to, I know Graham Potter won't take it, but there's Graham Potter yeah. still out there. Um, there, I had another manager in mind It slipped my,
1: slipped you know, me. you know who I was actually just thinking of, who? and I know it, it, it would be a terrible opportunity for him to take Frank Lampard. He shouldn't, I don't know why, but I feel like that's just type. That's the, that's the, the, the English in in the Premier League would say, "Oh, Frank Lampard's available. Let's go get him." You know, like yep. the guy's an awful man. I mean, they're not going to get promoted. I can tell you that. Or they're not going to stay I, up. Sorry. I
0: think, as far as a publicity thing, getting Frank Lampard wouldn't be a bad idea. But as as a manager, um, I just I don't like him I'm, personally. are not going seen... to get results. Yeah, we've we've seen how he's played out between Everton and Chelsea multiple times, and it just hasn't really worked out all that well. Um, Antonio Conte's out there. No, I'm just kidding. That would be that would be the coolest thing. Could you imagine? <laughs> I, he would never take it, but good I, God,
1: I, I was trying to think. It, was, it would it would make sense for. For a couple guys, maybe Sam Allardyce. I think is the first. obviously. I think he's the one that the, the first one I thought of. It's not the uh, last ten games of the but season. Honestly, yeah, I mean, true. <laughs> uh, but if, if there's anybody else out there who I could see them go after?
0: Yeah, um, I got it. Here, I right really, here,
1: I, gotta... I, I kind of see them looking back at their, their previous manager that got them up. I could see them looking into it like a Chris Wilder or a, a, a Wilder and see if you can get him over there. Um, Maybe for like one last hurrah to keep him up type of deal. Otherwise, I don't know if there's anybody that really w- would benefit from taking that job. I mean, you're most okay. likely you're gonna get you're gonna stay there for for at least a portion of the rest of the year if you don't get fired, yeah. and then yeah. you're probably gonna get fired in the off anyway. So it's it's not a job that that I don't I, I think people are gonna jump towards. It's gonna be uh, who who are Sheffield United's board gonna overpay to get into there? And basically ride the ship to the to the ground is what they're going to do. So, I, as much as I, I like having you know Sheffield in the Prem, I think they're a a club that uh, you know they got a, a pretty decent sized stadium. They they've got a pretty decent sized uh, uh, following in the country. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just don't see how they're sustainably able to keep it and keep their side in the Premier League. And sure. that's from right now. That was in the past, and that's going forward. They're just yep. not the type of team to do that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I say right now I would keep this guy, at least reassess on the international break. And then at worst, you have another break in January after the, the festive fixtures. You take another assessment there. And if you are in last place there, then you get rid and you start from scratch basically. But, I mean, I, I put the, the, the onus of what they – of the reason why they're there on the people that they didn't bring in. That's that's where it is. You had opportunity. You let go of probably your best defensive midfielder and you let him go to Burnley. <laughs> like what are you thinking?
0: I uh, it's it, they were thinking short-term money. I think that's what that came down to. Yeah, you got the biggest yeah. one of the, the biggest money promotion excuse me, worldwide, but as as a club, you probably have to look at yourself and be like, "Do we have the personnel to stay up?" Probably not. So we're going to take advantage of getting to the prem and then yeah. having that that boost of value on your players, and then sell from there. And I think that's the that's that thought process right there because there's just there's well, they probably didn't think that they would even. Well, not that they would
1: be. in the I'll crowd even ball. I'll even throw this question back at you, Aaron, because I think that I think you made a good point. So, with with everything going around this this club, and obviously staying up, they make more money, right? And they do have a financial financial issue per se with with Sheffield United. If you were to make a drastic decision and say get rid of the manager now, bring somebody in, you would have to sanction. You obviously you're thinking you'd have to sanction uh, some, some buys for the, for the winter window. And that brings back of, of, uh, you know, you're looking at it now in, in the, in a whole, you know, at a, as a whole here, who do you bring in? How much money do you give them? And do you, are you able to sanction those, those transfers? That's the only, that's the only talking point I would have if I'm a manager going in. So if, if I'm, I'll present to you this, how much would you, how much would you need to take that job? How much money if would you would, need for, for that to take that job? At least in transfer at, funds, I'm sorry, in transfer. No,
0: funds. I, I figured, I figured. Um at least 50 million. Just I I right out the gate I would need 50 million. It's not even just to buy players. But that's what I, was thinking. I need at least I need 50 million to maybe bring in one player, one more player and then loans. If I could bring in a few loans from other, from the big clubs who have players who are complaining about getting playing time, then I would try to, to siphon off those players or even try to pluck a player from the championship or even uh, players from League One or other other leagues. What I'm trying to get at is buy one player for about 25, 30 million and then bring in the rest uh, as loans and then maybe a loan to obligation buy, but I'm getting way too in depth here. That is what I try one player buy a bunch of <laughs> loans see how it works out and if it doesn't work out well then they loan back and I have no I I paid their salary but I don't have any obligation to buy and I have that one player that I bought in the window still with me to the championship and hopefully I can bounce back spend more spend a little bit more money in the next season which would probably be another 20 million to try to bring in a couple more players to try to jump back into the champion or I mean into the premier league So That's and, where and I sit with I you. would
1: say. I would say one. You're spot on. But I, I would. You're right. I'd, I'd even add though. Like let's let's look at the, the positions of need. Obviously, I think goalkeeper. You can, you can say there's a glaring need there. Defense. There's a glaring need there. Even though they got that young kid. Um. Uh. I, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He's got a very long name. I think. he's, oh, he's Lee, injured. A very good player. He's unfortunately um,
0: unfortunately injured is the problem.
1: Yeah. He's been so. he's been out a while. Um, so I mean, you you have you have certain players there, but you have these these gaping holes, and a lot of the players that they're playing are are older players. They they were there when they got promoted the first time, and got relegated, and, yeah. and so I, I I do think it's it needs a complete overhaul, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I the way you were kind of wording it there, I think was perfect because you want to do, you want to you want to smash on one guy, Splash on one guy that you can you can base everything off of for your, for your next couple of years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right. But you, you need to plug in place in those holes and you need to make sure that the, those holes are filled because that's the only way you're going to be able to get one, you're going to be able to get points, but two, you know, get the po- enough points to stay up. Cause you got to think right now, I, I think the, the threshold is, is getting lower because I think there's going to be a cutoff between that. That's that um, 15th, 14th place team. And that there's going to be a gap from, from 14th or 15th place, to, to the bottom. And I think that's going to be where everything's hit or miss. You're going to be able to have a lot of these teams at a bunch and they're, they're going to be capable. If they can make the right signings. they're going to be, they're going to be able to stay up. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of how, how many points can you get until the transfer window? Are you going to keep the coach and you get rid of the coach? How much money are you going to give him to spend? He's going to need money to spend in order to take the job. That in my opinion. And then um, from there, I mean, you got to be able to get the right, the right players in. And the amount of holes they have are, 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 quite gaping, but there's, there's no way that with 50 million pounds, you cannot fill at least three or four of those holes and make Agreed. your team considerably better. And so I, 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 again, the whole thing for me, the whole thing is on the management. It's on whoever's uh, agreeing to the signs as the sporting director, whoever it may be. Um, that's, that's where this all, all comes back to from Sheffield.
0: Agreed. Um, Unfortunately, you know, and it's funny because we were all making fun of Luton Town only being able to score a point from there on. But then it's like, well, Sheffield United actually sits in that position right now. And we're we probably should. Yeah. I'm not saying we should poke fun at any respective team because, you know, as a fan of that team, it's really it's, it's a bummer to have that feeling. But, man, they just it's just not working well for them, unfortunately. Um so, let's uh, let's pivot off of Sheffield United here because I think they got their nice due diligence here, and I'm thinking, thinking we shift to another team who's got financial issues. I won't even shift to our biggest crown jewel yet. We'll get there. We'll get there. Don't worry. But Everton, <laughs> I'm sure you like hearing this as a Liverpool fan. Everton has struggled. So this is something I know quite
1: well. <laughs> and
0: they potentially have a 12-point deduction coming to them. Potentially. It's it's been in the making. We knew about it last season um and it would have been a real problem for them if they got relegated. Thankfully for them they didn't. So there's yeah. still an issue here um for those people who are first-time soccer uh mm-hmm. fans and if you don't know, there's promotion relegation and relegation is for this league, the bottom three teams. So 20, 19 and 18 all get sent down to the championship, which is the division below. And each division has uh, a promotion relegation other than the premier league who only has relegation because that's as high as you can go. So, we sit here with Everton, who has a possible a possibility of being a twelve having a twelve point deduction on them because I believe it's financial issues, spending way too much money. You're allowed a certain amount of money yeah. each season to make like a net net gain or a net loss. Realistically, nobody really net gains here, um, and they've spent a ton of money in the last
1: yeah, yeah. many seasons. Ba- basically, I can even add to that.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Obviously, that's what you're here for.
1: <laughs> yeah, they they basically what what's been what's been happening is like they they, they basically have all this they have all this cash that they had you know had influx from their their previous uh, now uh, rest in peace to see Stoner uh, Bill Kenwright um, had placed a lot of this money and in, in, you know in order to buy players you know you're looking at uh, the the Gilfy the uh, 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 excuse me, the, the McNeils, you know, the, the the guys that they have pretty much on the Andre team, know, Nana's, the Pickfords. Yeah, a bunch of these guys that that they, there was a lot of money that was hashed out. Now, what they were doing was they were basically planning ahead, you know, thinking that they could recoup a lot of the money with one, sales, and two, possibly getting you know, maybe European money, uh, you know, bigger revenue coming in from the TV money for the Premier League. So they were they were basically saying, all right, let's just go crazy. Let's go get this money right now. Let's, let's, let's spend all these guys, get them in here and create a team that that we think is is capable of competing. And basically what happens is they have all these guys come in and the team stinks. And what happens is it stinks over and over and over again. And now what happens is you have all this influx of, of debt from these players that are, that are no good. They've had a lot of flops in there too. So what they've what they've done is they've they've essentially dug themselves a the hole. Spend money, you know, the hole gets deeper, and now they're in a, a position basically where uh, financially they are breaking multiple rules. Um, they they've really only been charged for they, they've only been charged for for one rule, um, which is the one of the basic financial fair play rules um, regarding around spending and current income uh, from the from or revenue from the club. Now the revenue number Numbers are, are dreadful. They're they're pretty bad. Um, the the right club's here. revenue is is one of it, it, yeah. It's been it's been one it's, of the worst in the prem over the last. It's
0: couple It's an annual loss over the fa- past five consecutive seasons of more than forty four hundred and thirty million.
1: And look how much they've spent. So think of it that way too. You think right. of how much they've spent on players over the course of that time, right? And and you're looking at. I mean, there's a fifty million pounds signing in there. There's a couple 40 million pounds signings in there. Yep. A couple 30 35 million si- signs in there. And that adds up. And that basically is just piled on top to this this loss in revenue. So that's that's basically where this whole thing starts from. And now it's it's to the point where this is one charge and the Premier League is recommending 12 points. So now now, you know, larger scale, you look at the possible charges for other teams coming down the line. Hopefully if they if they actually happen you're looking at man City you're looking at Chelsea we can only we can only hope uh possibly maybe there's gonna be something with Newcastle down the lines there's no way they can spend I mean think about it this way Newcastle was 18th when they or, uh, excuse me 19th when they got bought out by the Saudis and they've mm-hmm. spent the third most amount of money in the Premier League since they've been bought out uh, and they were 18th place had not been in Europe uh, that's something I would say that that I can guarantee you within the next five to ten years Something will happen about that. Um, but I, I just want to say that the the one thing about Everton is they are on the verge of financial ruin. And that's mm-hmm. that's basically where and it's been, you know, it's kind of almost been swept under the rug. That's kind of where this thing is, is coming from. The the Premier League is basically saying, You've broken our you've broken our rules for sustainability. You are not a sustainable club. Yeah. So the thing we need to do is we need to knock you down a pack. This is your punishment. And and personally, I think it's correct. I still think they'll stay up because the other three teams are that crap. Um, but, I mean, it, I, I don't know if a midseason – I don't know if I can remember a midseason point deduction in the prep. I don't know if you can either, but I, I
0: – I don't think so. I don't I, not that I can think of off the top of my head. So, with a 12-point deduction, they would be at negative two right now. And even if they win a match – so, let, let's let say that. They hammer it down today. Boom. Comes out tomorrow. Everton gets that 12, 12 point bat, uh, match ban. They'd sit negative two. They'd sit 20th. All they need to do is win one more match and they're back above Sheffield United. <laughs> I mean, ser- no, seriously, though. That's the crazy thing. Even if two, I'd have to do the math. No. Okay. So if, if, even if Sheffield United draw, they get a point. Everton. When they get three points, they're back up to one. Uh, dang, I did my math wrong. I was like, oh, maybe they'll be – they'll still, they'll still hey, be – It's better players. than my math, and I thought man. they would jump – they would still jump Sheffield United. <laughs> That's not the case. My math was wrong. But even – like you said, even at that rate, like, I had thought to myself the same way. Boy, this is going to be a really hard – that would be really hard to come back for Everton. It, I don't really think it is either not that bad right Uh, this this bottom (laughs) if anything this would be the the perfect season for everton to have this deduction and still be able to crawl out of this without going and getting relegated it's it it would be insane
1: as crazy as that sounds i i don't know if I, I I would love to see when if they do the point deduction like they say, if the recommended uh, the highest max they can do is twelve points. If they if they do indeed do the twelve points, Aaron, I want to know when they would implement it. Would it be? I mean, if I was if I was the Premier League when would I do it? I would do it in January, right in January. You know, it's pretty even. You gave them half a season. You go right smack dab in the middle. If you're going to do it mid season, do it in the middle. Uh, or do it at the beginning. That's that's how I would do it. But obviously they didn't do it at the beginning. So I would say do it in the middle. Um, so you're looking, they have a new January break after the festive fixtures. So I would say if I was gonna do it, that's when I would do it. But now I'm looking at it and I'm like, I'm like, isn't it an advantage for them to know that they can now they they now possibly have this on the line and they can basically go balls to the wall. Like yeah. who cares? Don't play but the thing is you got Sean Dice, so that like basically ruins everything. But if I was them, I would play balls of the wall for like the every single match. Throw everybody forward. I don't care. Score as many, you know, let them score three. Guess what? We're gonna score four. That's what I would try to do. Um I I wouldn't I wouldn't basically, you know, be playing that defense trying to get, you know, oh let's let's try to scrap for one point over the next three matches. No, no, let's Let's try to get three in, in every single match. That's what they should do. Um, and I know there, Sean Dyche isn't a guy that plays that way, that mm-hmm. never sets his team up that way. Yeah. But I, I think that's that's something that if, if I was Everton, knowing that this is coming you know, down the pipeline, I, I would 100% be looking at um, the possibility of of, of throwing the, the complete, uh, complete and utter game plans that we've been doing all season out the window. Don't even bother with it, and just try to get three points every single match. No more sitting back. No more playing defensive. Um, no more Jordan Pickford short arms, you know, being stuck in goal against thirty shots a game. You know, like it's not a winning formula. So, yeah, I think that's what they need to do. If they're if they're gonna stay up, that's where I would I would say put, I'll put all the balls in that in that court there.
0: So, as far as your question about or inquiry about uh, teams taking point deductions mid-season. Oh, yeah,
1: let me know. I I can't remember. Uh,
0: So I remember Derby
1: County doing it in the championship, but that's it.
0: Yeah, there's a few in the championship or in the lower tiers. But Portsmouth had it in February of 2010 with a nine-point deduction. And Middlesbrough had a three-point deduction in March of 1997. Because I don't of, remember that. Oh, it was not I remember related to financial issues, though. Oh, it was league fixture. Was... Um, I really don't understand that one. Club failed to fulfill a league fixture. Oh, they didn't play a game against Blackburn Rovers. That's what ended up happening.
1: That's saying. weird. What year was yeah. that? 96 or 97?
0: 90. That was the 96 97 season.
1: Was that the oh, year Blackburn instant, won it?
0: The, they had an instant insufficient amount of players Middlesbrough. so then they couldn't play i don't know it's 97
1: <laughs> i mean it wasn't like how there was it a, i don't know, a pandemic. You know how it happens you know you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> it probably happens because that the team was either too injured or i i i don't know sars was sars out that year <laughs> Like, i i really that's fair i really don't know how it happens
1: <laughs> <laughs> i now, now that you mentioned it though i do remember the portsmouth one um i rooted a lot for that portsmouth team i i loved watching that that whole st- them and, and wigan i loved uh the whole wigan mm. story of them coming up and and i think it was the f a cup i think it was 2010 uh, eleven so yeah. wigan uh in the f a cup um what hell the run that was, um, but yeah, I, uh, I I I'm starting to remember it now. I don't, I couldn't remember the reason, and that's I think that's why I don't remember it actually happening, because I, I didn't, <laughs> and me. I definitely don't remember the Middlesbrough one. The Middlesbrough yeah, one, well. I mean, I wasn't even a fan yet. I was, what was that? I think I was like three years old, four years old. I was so stay a child. I didn't become a fan until, like ninety nine oh one.
0: Oh, okay. So what you're uh, saying around their
1: area? So I, I mean, I, it was. What
0: you're saying is What's we that? should have a time machine. You. Nah, you didn't lose me. There's no way. I'm here. Yeah,
1: and go back and figure out what the hell happened to Middlesbrough. That's what I'm talking about.
0: No, Let's no. Go. We could just YouTube video that. What I'm saying is we should have a time machine, go back to 2001 and be like, Little Woodsy, don't cheer for Liverpool. Little Woodsy, cheer for another. <laughs> cheer for <laughs> emberts no <laughs> you want
1: to you want to know who i would have cheered for you want to know who i would have
0: picked i uh, know who i would have
1: picked let me
0: guess i, 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 me guess. It, I would say
1: now i man, was a I big i was a big who's... robbie fowler fan i liked the little guy you know i liked the goal scorer that was my that was my guy michael Owen was my other guy mm. and then obviously okay, fair
0: enough. well fair enough um, I I don't know. I saw I don't really know. I would I I, I got nothing.
1: Who do you think? Honestly. Who do you think I would have picked?
0: No, I'm swinging. I got nothing. I I'm swinging a shins here.
1: There were two other teams I would have considered at the time. I would I would have said the first thing I would have chosen, and Rhett's gonna love this. I would have chose Arsenal. Mm. Hey, they were really now good I that definitely year. Really don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were they were yeah. very good. They were very good. Uh, <laughs> so I heard, but but know, uh, I, I was growing up. It was it was it was Liverpool. It was Arsenal, um, and the other one I kind of I kind of really gravitated towards was Leeds, uh, Leeds, Leeds United. So, because uh, they were they were one of the they were one of the few teams that was that was you know I was able to when they had a big big match. You know, it was one of the few games that you could you could watch. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Liverpool was always on TV. United was always on TV. Arsenal was always. on TV on tv mm-hmm. uh any manchester city fans out uh that are watching the show they weren't on tv because they were in the championship um uh, so it was that uh, but, um, <laughs> uh i mean it was that, the league the league back then is totally different from what it is now
0: <laughs> certainly is were they they were the they just got the premier league but because it was for new fans it wasn't always called the premier league that that was that's a new yeah. Ninety two like,
1: was the first year. Yeah, so that was relatively yeah, and, and new. Ninety two as... was the first year of the Prem, and then uh so oddly enough, Liverpool won it in ninety one. Ah. <laughs> the Prem starts in ninety two. <laughs> I was like, okay, See? that that makes total sense. I was born in ninety two. That's why we
0: lost. Never the won The league, the <laughs> league is always after Liverpool. They just want to hold them down, man.
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. People want. People hate us because they ain't us. They hate yeah, us because they ain't us.
0: Yeah. Or maybe it's the song.
1: <laughs> Which one? They're all good. They're all no. good. We got I'm plenty sure they of songs. Um, yeah. There's an Anfield songbook. You can go on Amazon and buy it right now, Aaron. I'll get it I'm, for you.
0: No, I'm okay. <laughs> I'll live. Oh man. Oh, okay. So. We're talking about managers this 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 episode and, and crappy teams. Well, unfortunately, one I have a little more um, a little more lamentful. I think is the proper word for that. I'm I'm less lamentful with this next team. So we're we're gonna pivot to Manchester United since you brought up Manchester, at least the city. Uh, what the heck is wrong with United?
1: Oh, every everything's wrong. Everything's wrong. But Gary Neville's also wrong too. So I, I'm gonna throw that out there. I don't think I don't know if you've heard Gary Neville's uh, recent rants to, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. I tend to it. tune him out. Um, basically saying that. Yeah, I know. It's it's hard to tune him out though when he's like on every single TV screen ever. You know, like every, every time I turn on Sky Sports or something like that or whatever, the guys the guys on there. So uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, with this, with this club, um, I'm going to be the one that says it out front. I don't, I don't care if people disagree with me. It does not start with the ownership in this case. The ownership has been doing a a pretty decent job in giving. Well, they've been giving the the managers what they want. You know, they gave they gave all a uh, you know, hey, let's go get Jaden Sancho. They spent 75 million pounds on Jaden Sancho. You know, you got you got uh, Ten Hag coming in, and Ten Hag was like, oh, I want all my Dutch guys that I had at Ajax and all these guys. You spent, what, 50 million pounds on Onana. You spent another 70, you know, 80 million pounds on, on Anthony. Um, you know, you, you brought in, uh, who was it? Well, Weghorst is not there anymore, another Dutch player. But, dude, there was a complete bust there. Um, there's there's a number of players you could go. You can honestly say that Casemiro is one of the busts uh, with the way his season's gone this year. Pretty decent year last year. Not great, in my opinion, uh, but... This year he's been absolutely horrendous. Um, the new guy they brought from brought in from from Fiorentina, crap. He's he's crap. Um, and I'm thank God uh, Liverpool did not go like did not sanction that that deal because uh, apparently the deal was on the table. You know they asked him and Amrabat's basically like, oh hang on, I want to wait a little bit. wait to the deadline. Liverpool's like, nope, bye. We're gonna get and We got Um But I. I, I don't understand how you can blame the owners when the owners are just doing what the people that are advising the football minds in the club to do. You know, like your, your so-called sporting director, your manager, your, your coaches, they have the players they want. And they are like, hey, can you sanction You know how long it took for them to get Anthony? It took them like, what, two months to get that guy in? And he's, he's like to find it, to strike a deal with Ajax? And and IX, good on them for holding out because they're crap right now too. But I, it's on it's on the management, it's on whoever is is your sporting director at this point. I know they, there's roles that are that are you know vacant in the club still. But and it's also on the players. You can't you can't spend this much money on players and have them completely be crap. Um, the last pr- people I blame is is the ownership in this case. So. I
0: totally agree with that actually. And I had to like talk myself down from the fact that (laughs) I should point the finger at glazers too. And I was like, you know what I'd seen. And to your point of the spending money uh, they had spent for um, 10 hog right now, They spent somewhere North of 250 million as, as somebody who's not a top six club, um, 250 million is a lot of freaking money. And if yeah. every year or within the coaching cycle, we're able to spend 250 million as a Villa fan, I'm ecstatic. Who the hell are we bringing in? This is fantastic. We are, like, our owners are doing so much for us. Thank you. Like, I would be, you know, thank you. I don't get it. And I, like, at some point, you just have to think that and i'm I'm, t- I'm gonna take this from my my other coach that i had uh, will united is on a on a downgrade they're downgrading they're not a big club anymore in in the prem and they now i'm spinning off by the way so i'm spinning off this from his his downgrade um they're just it, it's it's and this is also something Red has brought up as well, that they just buy to buy. Like, oh, our, bro- our, our brother is buying all these players. We need to do this too to stay in the limelight. Oh, Liverpool bought these players. We need to do that too. Or, you know, like Newcastle right up the road bought these players we need to do. So it's, 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 uh, it's just so funny that they think that they're so big still and it's killing them in the sense that they're not realizing that they're not anymore. And they're trying to just over negotiate everything. And that's something that red has brought up many times as well. And the only person that I thought this window was of any value is Hoyland. And that's it. Amber bob he,
1: he still hasn't scored League goal.
0: Yeah. He's a double Oh seven. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and for those who don't know what 007 means he got he has no assists no goals in seven matches 007 um and it it's there's nobody to really hang your hat on Marcus Rashford looks terrible and I don't even mm-hmm. mean like he's not a terrible talent he's a great talent like I like the guy personally he's he's he seems to be super nice charismatic but there's something different with him after the world cup during that season to this season, this season, he just seems like Lazada doesn't really jive with the rest of the team kind of deal. Anthony is terrible. He only has one move and it's to cut it on his left foot and to try to take a shot. Mm -hmm. Casemiro had one good season out. He had a very good last season. This season, he looks like his age and (laughs) 10 hog. I don't know what he, what he's thinking with his back line, why are you starting Johnny Evans and why are you starting Harry Maguire? Those are both backups. You have Varan healthy, and and that's what it's a Varan of- on the bench. Yes, he's healthy, and I don't get it. So all these things are starting to stack up. The magnifying glass is starting to really point on his little bald head, and it's starting to burn a little bit. And if he doesn't figure it out soon enough, he's going to find himself in the trash.
1: I've got a I've got a stat for you, yeah. Um, hold and I I specifically saved this because I I thought this would be a good one for the show. Um, Premier League goals this season, okay? Yeah. Marcus Rashford, Hoyland, Anthony, Sancho, Garnacho, and Martial. How many goals they have this season combined?
0: Oh God, I think it's like zero, isn't it, or one? One. Yeah.
1: Mikhailo Mudrik has two goals this season.
0: <laughs> okay, so one of them is the super lucky. That was not a that, that was stat? not a shot.
1: <laughs> Who the hell came up with that stat? I, I just I, I saw literally that. found it today, and I was like, that is probably the best stat I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, this is probably just in the prem. you a number of busts and just going out yeah. it here.
0: And this is just um, probably yeah. in the prem, so it's not like yeah, yeah, just other just competitions. Premier League
1: goals. Other comps right now, I, I don't know what I mean. I do not in any of the care. comps. That's that's the thing, you know. Um, I'll, I'll be honest. I think this is. I've never in my in my lifetime, I've I've never had as big a gap between my my club Liverpool and Manchester United. Um, I've never had as big a gap between Liverpool and Everton. Um, yep. the fact that it's happening all at once is one. I love it. But two, <laughs> I, I've, ne- I never thought it, <laughs> I've never thought I'd actually be able to be like uh, United are the worst of the big six. I never thought yeah. I'd be able to say that. And uh, it's, it's absolutely eye-opening that they continue to fail, uh, you know, transfer window after transfer window, coach after coach, and they do it the same exact way. They bring yeah. in these guys – the coach tries to implement a philosophy. The philosophy is good for one year and then it fails. It fails because they got you know there's there could be injuries, there could be a number of different things. But normally, what that coach doesn't do is transition to something that actually does work. We saw it with with Moyes. He never transitioned out of something that would be able to work. Van Gaal was the same way. He, he's stubborn as hell. He's never going to do that. Uh, Mourinho. I mean, obviously stubborn. So there's one there. He wants all these guys that they've had are trying to go. They're going to take the ship down their way, or they're they're going to basically get fired. No change. There's no change. They don't want to. They don't want to adapt to change. And I think that probably the most stubborn out of all of them might actually be Ten Hag, um, or Seven Hag as I like to call him, um, because I don't think he's. I don't think he gets that like. He obviously has a uh, he has a form- formation he has a system that he wants to run, but that system isn't capable of winning you games in the Premier League. The physicality is one. The type of players you have are two. Um, I don't think the players he has available provide the best formation for what he normally puts out there. Um, and and lastly, the biggest probably the biggest thing that I that keeps catching my eye over the last I would say the last probably eight or nine months is. You don't have an actual captain on this team. I
0: was just. Bruno about Fernandez
1: is probably the worst captain I've ever seen in professional football. Absolutely horrendous attitude is bad. Always whining. Always on the ground. Always faking injuries. I was watching a highlight, a game they won against Liverpool. There was a ball. At Liverpool Muller just scored. He's taking the ball out of the net, and Mo's trying to get the ball from him. Firmino's trying to get the ball from him, and he. Fakes an injury he literally fakes getting hit in the eye and goes down when he never got hit in the face at all um this the guy is the worst captain i've ever seen in my life and, if, and i'm finally you know i'm kind of i'm kind of upset that somebody actually pointed it out roy Keane, on on tv the other night because like yes, the fact that he pointed it out means that other people are also going to point it out now i'd rather have them be delirious to the actual issues that are going on there, that means you know <laughs> We're able to fucking get more points, so I'm hoping. I, uh, in my, in my honest opinion, I want him to stay till at least, I would say probably December seventeenth. Um, specifically, <laughs> uh, you can look up what that date is, but uh, I would hope that Tenoch stays <laughs> at least till that date, and then after that, they can ship him off wherever they want to go. I think we can
0: all figure out what that date really is, what the significance. Yeah, of that
1: date no, is. just leave it up it, you know, leaving it for interpretation. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I so I I don't think so. I agree with you, and I agree with Roy Keane, and I had to take a while in order to see it. He, and I was going to bring up the Bruno Fernandez thing as well because everyone else is. Because why not? And I agree with it. Bruno Fernandes is a terrible, (laughs) terrible captain. And when you look at it, as as a player who doesn't have the captaincy, who do you look to that isn't your manager? Who do you hang out with the most? Where does the command come from after the the manager? It's the captain. And if there's a disconnect between the manager, the captain, and the players – or you don't have a good captain, then everything else crumbles. The player's are conf- the players' mentality is confused. It's the same way with the NFL, kind of, where the quarterback is always the captain just because he's the quarterback. But if the players don't believe in their quarterback much the same way as the captain, then they're not going to ball out like they, they should. They're not going to play up to their highest potential. And that's the way it seems like in in the way Bruno Fernandes is the captain. And honestly, stripping the captaincy, yeah, he's going to get upset because he's been a captain forever. And he might throw a hissy fit and he might roll on the floor because that's just what he does. But giving it to Rashford seems like it would be a world of change. And he's the guy you would build your team around. And I don't understand why they just refuse to look at him as anything more than a winger slash striker.
1: And, and you're, you're spot on, actually. I think that was the guy. If, and if I was to pick somebody on this roster right now that would be the captain, it, it should have been him. Um, in my humble opinion, who, who it should have been uh, was David De Gea. That, that was the guy that I would have said, you keep him, that's easily your captain. He's Agreed. already – you know, the most I, I would say he's the most passionate guy that was on that squad the last five or so years in my easily. Um but Rashford, I think you're spot on actually. Rashford is is the guy. Um if you do strip it, it has to go to him. And and the other reason to kind of tag, tag on to to what you're doing is he's he's had a contract in I think two years. You you need to solidify really? him down. The oh, no, 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 uh Rashford. I the thought the Rashford signed a new contract Rad- I recently. He's out of with you. I'll look it up. Hold on. Did I didn't know that. Um, yeah, see, see, you can find that. My my computer's so slow right now. Um, but I, I thought I, in my opinion, if you wanna you wanna keep your best player, that's that's what you gotta do. You gotta sign him. He
0: has signed a new contract and he's there till twenty twenty eight. Little barky there,
1: it, it doesn't doesn't surprise me that he, that was, he, he should I, everybody's, everybody's excited mom's home so I was gonna uh, say everybody, 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 they weren't this excited when I came home I can tell you that right now oh um, like well, he but, just uh, feeds uh,
0: me and gives me belly rubs <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, yeah 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 no I I, I think that that. If you're gonna if you're gonna keep Rashford there for the long haul, you're gonna make him the face of your of your you know your organization. Yeah. You have to you have you have to give him the captaincy. You don't mm-hmm. you don't take it away from Bruno and give it to Varane. You don't. No. He's older. You don't take it away. and Give it to Casemiro. Even though I, yep. I think that would be one that right now, if you were to give him captaincy last year, fine. This year, no. Uh, the way he's been playing, um, i don't even think I could um, give that's, him the cool last. That's it. That's all I look at.
0: I don't even think you would give it to him last year, Casemiro. He was yeah. the new guy on the. Maybe,
1: maybe you go Luke Shaw. Maybe you go Luke Shaw. He's been, I think Luke Shaw's been the most tenured one there. Yeah, yeah, I, but I, I mean, he brings. I mean, he brings something coming from Real Madrid. You know, you get the the almost like the what is it? The aura or whatever sure. you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's just kind of. That's just kind of where I would lean. I, I would say if if I if I'm then, I I squash the bug right now. I, I demote Bruno assistant captain whatever you want to call it I, I don't really know what they have there um what their hierarchy looks like but um i, I would say you got to give it to, to rashford or, or if not i i maybe luke shaw maybe luke shaw most tenured guy there but he's always injured so yeah it's got a you know, Rashford to end up with it anyway so
0: yeah right i think it's gotta be rashford. got to it. it's 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 quite a, a conundrum they've got going on there and and, and yeah. it's an enigma wrapped in a in a, in a wet napkin i just it's so fascinating to see somebody so relevant that exploded in in the mid 2000s early 2000s all the way up to 2012 and then just fall off so hard it's like um in 300 when king leonidas you know did the whole this is sparta so that's that's united right now and and they're the ones falling into the pit, it's not it's the so other way around. They're he's not getting every
1: single player and every coach down that hole.
0: Uh, honestly, <laughs> what did I? Was that something else earlier? What was the 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 deer, the fawn? What what was I saying that earlier about? What the heck? The the deer oh, and the remember. fawn. Ah, oh, good God! Why did not we start? Oh so yeah, yeah. I, I do
1: remember. Uh, you you. Basically, downgraded their oh. their squad or uh, yeah their squad from uh, from they weren't they weren't as good as they weren't quality deer they weren't bucks they were fawns
0: yeah they were fawns <laughs> they were like newborn fawns and just stumbling about and that's honestly what it looks like on the pitch too <laughs> they just don't seem to care and it's we're we're getting our money's we're getting our money's yeah. worth we're getting our paycheck and we'll just go home and that's it. And that's why I think Rashford looks so dejected. And that's why I think that Hoyland is actually the one that looks the best right now because he's so new and wants to show that he's so yeah. involved with the team. And Anthony, Anthony looks terrible because he's just making his money. It, it's just, there's no real sense of locker room in there. There's they don't want to fight for each other. It's just, it, it is crazy to watch.
1: And, and uh, actually, you know what? Let's what do you what do you say we get to? Uh, what do you say we get to the games this week? See see how they uh, see how they I get was... to uh, on the pitch. See if see if they actually are able to to get a, a, a you know of an uncommon three points. I didn't realize this. they lost <laughs> they've lost eight matches this year. Did you know that? No, eight I had no idea. That's, that's insane. Eight? They've only played fifteen, I think.
0: Oh, they've lost. So they've lost only five in the oh, wait, five wait, Prem. Wait, wait. Yeah, but so they lost. Uh, Overall, they
1: they've lost eight or fifteen. That's that's. Uh, uh, I think two in Europe, and then the one last night.
0: Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. All right. So, why don't we, since we so much love and so much love towards United, what what's your score for match week eleven, Fulham? At home against United.
1: Fulham, so Fulham, Fulham, hasn't been in good form at all, um, and, and I would honestly say they're probably one of the worst-looking teams right now in the Prem. Um, so I, I'm gonna give United this one, and I hope that I, I hope that I'm right, because yeah. I want Ten Hag to stay, because I want that shitstorm <laughs> to come to Anfield on December 17th. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm going to go 2-0, uh, Manchester United over Fulham.
0: Fair enough. Um, Rhett went with a 1-1 draw. Uh, they did Fulham hold uh, Brighton to a 1-1 draw as well, although Jao Polinia probably should have had a red card because he did blatantly elbow. I don't remember who it was in the face, but uh, I, geez. This is tough, too. Neither team are really scoring all that much. And I don't really want to – I think it's going to be a 2-1 win for United personally. <laughs> um, Brentford, West Ham. I,
1: it's it's going to be – is that not one of the better early games? It's, you don't know what the hell you're going to get, right? <laughs> no, no, uh, full Man United.
0: Oh, you don't know yes, what you're going to so get. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I guess if you me. want to wake up for the dramatics of it, definitely, because I'm assuming that's a 7.30 match there. But, um, yeah, so I, I can see that Rett's, being.
1: Uh, <laughs> Why <What> is <that? laughs> Rhett's uh, giving me shtick for uh, my faith in United, and that's you know right. what? He's, he, it's okay. It's okay. That's
0: fair. Also, Newcastle is down like seven starters. Okay. Anyway, back back to the podcast here. Um, for people who actually are participating right now, no shot at that. You have life things you have to do, and I totally understand that. And no, seriously, I totally understand. Um, Brentford West Ham. What are we feeling?
1: I'm going two one West Ham, but that, I thought they looked really, really good against Arsenal um i don't know okay. what moyes was really uh, uh, con- you know obviously he, he changed that attacking front there um i think he played like all five of their best attackers at once <laughs> they don't normally do that so uh, i think he might try it again here against brentford so i'm going 2-1 uh west ham over brentford
0: so what what's he's talking about cuz arsenal and United did not play, la- or Arsenal and West Ham did not play last week. He's talking about the Carabao Cup personally, so um, the which Arsenal did bow out at because of that uh, West Ham win. I think I think Brentford's actually going to hold their own, and I think it I think it's going to end up being a two-two draw. Brett has a West Ham win at two nil. and uh, actually, our, don't our next
1: score, with you.
0: yeah right don't, I feel pretty good about it to be honest If I, I'm not saying we're locking any bets here because well we're not sponsored by any betting company however if betting companies want to sponsor us I'm cool with that too yeah I think we're hey, all cool with that
1: 365 bet if you're listening you know three, six,
0: seven, Listen, we, seven, can, seven, we seven. can also
1: we can we can bet and play no offense Ivan Tony we can bet and play ah, it's Nally, my guy we can bet and play
0: Jeez. uh Burnley Crystal Palace. How are you feeling? Uh, this
1: is probably – this is either going to be the worst game of the weekend or the best game of the weekend. Um, I hope it's the best. It's either going to be loads <laughs> of goals or loads of nothing. Um, yeah. No in-between. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 Crystal Palace. Uh, I, I'm i hoping they get some of their guys back in time. Uh, I haven't heard anything on Eze. haven't heard anything on Elise um, and how, what their statuses are, so – I'm still going to hold out hope that Roy Hodgson can see through a game, uh, even though it is away um, at Burnley. If Burnley's going to get some points this year, it's going to be some games like this. Um, I agree. You know, the lower side. of the game, so. uh, But I'm going to go Crystal Palace
0: 2-1. See, I don't even think Crystal Palace, and they don't get enough credit. Uh, they kind of fly under the radar a bunch, and we don't talk about them, unfortunately, right now, because uh, Elise and Eze, both their high-flying youth players are out with long-standing injuries. But they have a good core going on right now. And uh, I don't think they're going to actually win this match. I actually think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. And I think that Burnley is going to pick up a point. But uh, Crystal Palace isn't somebody to sleep on. Uh, if, If they get all their players healthy, they're a pretty decent squad. Yeah. Yeah. um everton Brighton I don't have a score although I should have really thought that through. I feel like they're probably I feel like Brighton should win at least to two nil that's what I'm laying on two nil
1: yeah I like I, I really like Brighton in this one the only thing that's got me hesitant is that everton put a whooping on Brighton last year at the end of the season. Yeah, um, I believe the score was five two. Yeah. Uh and that I, I think it was at Goodison Park, which this game is too. So yep. that one is kind of lingering in the back of my head. I think it might be a little closer than that. I do like the form that Brighton are in. They're in some good goal, they're getting some good goal scoring opportunities, despite the fact that they've been playing against I I think better all around squads recently. Yeah. But I'm I'm gonna go Brighton three-one. On this one. I was I, gonna I, s- I do think Evan Ferguson is is an absolute stud, man. Like I love that dude.
0: Yeah, he's a stallion, all right. I actually messed up, I probably should have said two to one. The stat on Brighton right now is they have they have scored and have been scored on in their last ten matches. And that is like that's a record. <laughs> that's legit a record, Premier League record, yeah. Um, Rhett has Brighton winning uh 3-0 against Everton. I'm still gonna stick with my 2-0 score. Maybe whoever's playing goal, Justin Steele will keep it out on that or something like that. But um on to our next match, it's Man hey, City I, versus I, it's
1: B- Bart Verburgen. I like your champion.
0: <laughs> our next match is Man City versus Bournemouth. Um, Rhett has a a gaudy number right now. It is six-nil Man City. What say you?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not going. Well, I mean, he crazy. got the 5 0 right. Um, He's feeling pretty I, I good. I might later. I might later. I, know. I might go crazy later. Uh, but I got Man City four-one. Uh, Bournemouth. I think they keep this close in the first half, and then Holland has like some crazy second half. Um, but this uh, this Bournemouth side, uh, even though they were kind of rotated against Liverpool in the Carabao Cup, uh, played pretty darn good in some really crappy elements. So. Um, I, I'm still, I'm, I'm leaning to obviously leaning towards City, but I'm, I'm yeah. thinking that they might scrap a goal here um, uh, in Bournemouth, especially if it's the first goal that the game has changed if they can get the first goal.
0: It is in Bournemouth. I thought it was in the Etihad.
1: It's at the Etihad. At the, Etihad. Uh, the the game this past week was at Bournemouth, um, oh. and it was. I don't know if you saw the the uh, highlights or something, but the. The the rain was literally going sideways. i have never seen anything like that. It's like a it's like a cold, wet, rainy night in Stoke.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm feeling a four nil victory. Um, I, the problem with City is when they start scoring a lot. They don't need to keep scoring. They can just possess, possess, possess. And that's probably what they'll do. They'll get up 3-4-0 and then just keep it and and pass Bournemouth to death. Um, on to Sheffield United and Wolves. Um, Rhett has a 3-1 victory against uh, – excuse me, I said that wrong. Sheffield 1, Wolves 3. Very modest for Wolves. They they did lose. Um oh my goodness, I just drew a ball on his name. I, can, I can picture his face, but can't think of his name. N- Neto? Netto. Wait, netto? Pedro Neto. Yeah, okay. I was also thinking of the netto for Bournemouth, the goalkeeper, but I was it's Pedro Neto. I,
1: I like I, I like that score. Once I saw his score, I was like, I can't do that. So I went two one. Uh Wolves Netto. I know. Hey, hey. You could totally to do, do the same, same score. Same thing, you know. Stop it. I don't want to do the same thing. I'm gonna be different. Uh, I'm gonna go two-one. Uh, uh, Wolves. Uh, I, I do think you're right, though. I think Neto probably nets something here, whether it's a goal or assist or.
0: Neto's uh, out. I, th- I think he definitely gets. Is he out? Hamstring injury. He came up uh, lame. Oh, that's at right. The end he got the...
1: injured in the last match. Yep. Yep, oh boy, yep. um, you know, screw it. Two one, two one wolves. Okay, two one. They still
0: have. They, keep uh, they still have that Korean guy, as Pep said, uh, and he's been scoring goals. Oh, why? Yeah, no, the that was the joke. He,
1: six, <laughs> is it six straight matches now?
0: Yeah, he's. Uh, I think at home though, he's been real. He's been real good at home. Pep's, um, Pep's favorite. Sort of way. Uh, Pep's
1: favorite Korean guy. The past season. Yes, there you
0: go. Um, I'm thinking. I actually will – you know what? I don't care. I'll take your score line. I'll also say 2-1 Wolves. I have – look, I have no shame. If if I think that's how it's going to end up, I think that's <laughs> how it's going to end up. Uh, on to Newcastle and Arsenal, which should end up being a really good match here. Rhett has Newcastle nil, Arsenal two. Um, that's pretty bold. Not really that. Bold, but um, I, I think Ballsy. it is. It is in Saint James Park, and it is a very hard place to play. Uh, I think this match is actually going to end up being. They did stop. Um, I could see this being a two-two draw. Yeah, two-two draw. That's
1: where I'm laying with. I got the. I got the same score. I got the same score. I got I two-two. Um. I, I can't see I can't see Arsenal getting a win at St. James's Park not with the way so it is right hard. now. Yeah, with the, with this being the late game on that day too, I just I just can't see it. So um especially with the way they played the other night. If, if they play remotely similar to the way they played the other night, it's not going to it's not going to happen. Um they will yeah. they will lose that game if, if they play like that. So um yeah, I I, I agree with you. I'm going to go 2-2.
0: Um Forest Villa, Forest at home at City is it City Ground? City Ground, yeah. Uh, yeah. Rhett, sorry.
1: No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just agreeing with you.
0: Rhett has a four-one victory for Villa. Um, I'm gonna let you go because I'm gonna let you think. I'm gonna let me think about it for a minute because I don't remember what I said at the Villa Villa. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I I actually can't wait for this game. This is my – after, you know, the game I'm, I'm obviously going to watch. Uh, this is my second favorite game of the week to watch. Um, I think this actually could be pretty back and forth. Um, I think mm-hmm. that one team is a little bit more susceptible than the other, clearly, with the way they're playing lately. Um, but I like Villa in this one 2-0. Um, mm-hmm. And I see – I'm going to guarantee Ali Watkins gets a goal in this one. I guarantee. guarantee. Uh, I –
0: do remember what I said. It was a three-one victory. Uh, our defense is pretty good. Midfield's still pretty good. I think we're still susceptible to giving up a goal every now and then, whether it's Ezzy putting it in himself or somebody <laughs> takes a nap Because we do play a high. Villa does play a high line, so it does tend to, um, that you know much like Liverpool can cause a problem if they lop it over the top. Uh, so I think a three-one victory seems pretty par for the course for this match.
1: Yeah, and and the the offensive uh, output by Nottingham Forest has been very hit or miss. You know, yeah. they're they're either they're either doing enough to get by to win, or they're not doing anything at all. And 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 you know, you look at their their last uh, their their last match against Liverpool last week. They were so bad going forward. I I, I think I said it around the 80th minute mark. I was like, Can somebody look up and see how many saves Allison Becker has. He had none. Didn't have to have to save. I think he had one for the entire match. Um, mm-hmm. I, that's just kind of the form they're in right now, and the way their offense is. Uh, and that, they had Alonini on the bench to start, so I guarantee yeah. you he starts this one with the way they're found their that weird
0: is. too. I thought that was strange very, that very he odd. was on the bench. He was he was lighting up the first five matches, and then I think he got injured, which is fine. That happens, but then just. Never reclaimed it. They started playing Chris Wood. I, I don't understand why, why you would go out of your way to start Chris Wood. I think he's a very that. mediocre striker. Uh, but you did pay $20 million for him, so there's that. Um, moving on to our next match, we have Town versus Liverpool. Rhett has a 0-5 victory for Liverpool. Um I feel much of the same. I think that Luton Town is not going to be able to score against Liverpool. So I'm going to go with a 4-0 victory for Liverpool.
1: Uh, I'm going to one-up both of you. I'm going to go 6-0 uh, Liverpool on this one. Um, I, I don't know if we've had a game all season where we can basically go full squad, full all-out attack and just see how many we can pour on. Liverpool have a game every single year, at least one, sometimes two, you know, at best three, where what they do is they'll just go straight out attack, and they're going to score three, four goals and a half, and mm-hmm. that's that's just how it's going to be. Um, I, Darwin Nunez is going to start. Mo Salah is going to be on the other wing. Darwin Nunez has scored in his last three games. Um, I, actually, I believe his last four games now with a the, with the goal against uh, Um He's playing absolutely out of his mind. Um, you know, the, the game against Bournemouth, uh, Trent crossed the ball in from, from midfield uh, to Darwin Nunez as he was trying to break away on the, on the left-hand side. Nunez is a horrible touch, gets jeered by the, by the Bournemouth fans, takes three more touches, kicks one onto his right hand, right foot, and then basically curls one in from, a, you know, 25 yards out. And shush the crowd. I, I, he's so much like Fernando Torres, and I can't believe I'm actually saying that. But the guy is is a second coming of Fernando Torres, and it's it's becoming scary now because I'm like, holy crap, this is actually what we bought. This is actually what we spent all that money on. You mm-hmm. know, the sixty five million base base fee, and um, he's been spectacular. So, if Darwin Nunes gets a goal in this game. It wouldn't surprise me if he gets three or four.
0: Yeah, I actually that makes a ton of sense. It, it, at the level that Luton Town are playing at, it's kind of the same level as. Bournemouth when they put on nine and I totally agree with the fact that uh, Liverpool just score they don't care they don't care if they keep possession they will just score and that's why I said with the city one they're just gonna like they score but they'll they'll pass you to death they'll pass you to death but Liverpool just go 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 and I totally understand your scoreline and that makes a ton of sense
1: um yeah they've been like that the last couple of years I don't know what it is, but they they've they've finally found a little bit of ruthlessness and yeah. that's kind of what they needed.
0: yeah I agreed uh, our final match is uh, something something that everybody's gonna like to watch just to see you know how Spurs line up against two two new managers line up against each other here and it's uh Tottenham versus Chelsea Rhett has a 2 0 victory towards the Spurs. The Spurs are home.
1: I am excited to see what happens in this match. I, I think this one is going to be very chippy. Um, I think you. I think there's a possibility to see a red card in this match. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go one-one. I'm going draw. I, I I like what I like enough of what Chelsea is doing to get by. They've been doing it over the last couple weeks. They had a dud against uh, Brentford. Um, but I, I understand what they're trying to do. I understand what Pochettino wants them to do now. Um, he wants them to basically get possession, hold possession, and let the midfield basically cut down the, the low blocks, which a lot of teams are doing. And basically allowing the wingers to, to dictate play and get in behind. And I, I understand what he wants to do. It's just a matter of can they execute it once, can they execute it more than once? Twice, three times? That's the thing because they 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 will do it. They did it against uh, uh, I think it was the second goal against uh, Blackburn Rovers the other night. They did a good job at that. So I can see Chelsea at least getting a goal at two here. Um, I do think the defensive, poss- the, the defense for Chelsea is going to be a lot better if they put Thiago Silva on the bench. Their best their best back line right now, in my opinion, is DeSasi and of Shield. Mm-hmm. That's easily the best line I think that they they have, unless they go back three. If they go back three, then I, I honestly could see this game finish like a nil nil or a one nil game like that. Um, but I think this is gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun game to watch. I think it's gonna be you know bloody. It's gonna be a crappy game. I think it's gonna rain actually from what I'm seeing on the weather. So I, I'm actually excited for that one. So I'm going one one. All right,
0: that seems like a fair score line. I'm going to go way out of the spectrum here. I think a lot of goals are going to get scored in here. I I honestly think it's going to be a a 3-2 victory for Spurs. They're at home. And I know that Ange had made a mention. They're just like, we don't want a fortress. We want a party house. And that's what I feel. I feel that now since Kane has been shed, Everything the air has been lifted, the fog has been picked out, picked up and out of the stadium. And it's just like it's so much more fan-friendly right now. And everybody is obviously yeah. being first in the prem is gonna, you know, pick up your your atmosphere, but I think that's what's gonna take them and score three goals here. And well, you know, Chelsea love dribbling it in the box. And they probably find a goal in a pen, but I think that's three-two victory for a Spurs is how it's going to end up being. Um, do you, how do you feel about doing true/false today? I know you were seemed pretty excited early oh, on, so I'm pretty sure you want to do it.
1: I got it. I got a couple for you. I got a couple for you.
0: Cool. Cool. Um. Let me think of –
1: Let me throw the first one your way.
0: Yeah, shoot. Shoot, shooter.
1: True or false? <laughs> More than one manager gets fired during the next international break in a week and a half.
0: False. I think it's one. <laughs> and I think it's Sheffield United. I think it's Paul <laughs> Heckenbotton gets fired.
1: You think he goes?
0: Yeah, I think he goes. I think you keep you, 10 hogs. So, so 10 December. hog
1: staying then.
0: Yeah, I think you keep 10 hog till December.
1: Look, if, uh, good, if,
0: good. The, so. if United rip off like three, four games and they win like with with outstanding, outstanding uh, resi- not resilience, I'm thinking of the wrong word, but they just go out and dominate. And they win like 3-1 or 4-0 and then another like 2-0 victory. I think that still starts to put some wind in the sails and then you can start to believe again a little bit. Uh, if they still pull a few draws and a couple close games, even if they win them or not, like a, a 2-1 victory or a, a 1-0 victory, I, I still don't think that instills the kind of hope in the fans that uh, people are going to want. So... Um, yeah, I, I think that's still false. And I think that uh, a, a Paul Heckenbottom will see a day where he'll be on the couch.
1: I think he's uh, – I, I, I agree. I kind of think his days are numbered. But, man, I just don't know where they, where they go from here. I don't know who wants that job.
0: That's fair. Um, let's see. True or false – the, I'm going to take this right out of page Rhett, Rhett's page book. Um, the top five teams will finish. the The teams that are currently in the top five will finish top five. I'm not saying in the same order. I'm just saying they those teams will finish top five.
1: Newcastle are sixth, right? Newcastle are. Give me two seconds. Sixth. <laughs> if if Newcastle is sixth i'm going false i think Newcastle are probably i think they're going to end up fourth no matter what i think it's going to be them fourth um gotcha they have the they, they've got the makings. i don't think i don't think united's going to get there i don't think chelsea's going to reach it I, although i think chelsea could could possibly get you know end up getting sixth or fifth or something like that uh-huh. um i i don't think one i don't think that that Newcastle is bad enough to not get fourth. The only thing I have in there, too, is that you can't count out Villa. And Villa are – they're playing out of their minds right now. Unai Emery's got a freaking squad, man. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't count them out either. But I would say that they probably finish – they probably finish sixth. I would say Villa probably get sixth. Uh, I don't see them dropping a lot of points. I see them – if they're going to drop points, it's going to be against against the big six sides. But I can't see them losing yeah. to Sheffield. I can't see them losing to Burnley. I can't see them losing to, to Luton Town. So they're going to get all those points I think they need from the bottom half of the table yep. to, to keep themselves up and avoid any major upsets to ruin their, their campaign. So I'm going to go – I'm going to go false. Uh, I'm going to say Newcastle – there, and probably probably Chelsea, I would say, fifth right now. Fair enough. I got another one for you. Absolutely. Uh, true or false? True or false? Um, Erling Holland will not be the leading Premier League goal scorer by Christmas.
0: Oh, that's a good question. Uh, that is a good true-false. He has sl- – I'm going to throw, throw a little
1: fact out there because I don't know if you know this yet. So, remember, they, they have a Club World Cup that they have to play. So, yep. that means they probably – I believe they have one less game to play during the winter window, if I'm not mistaken. So, um, so he will probably have – they'll have a game in hand, I think, uh, by the time we hit the new year.
0: Um, That's an interesting that, – that, that makes it even more interesting. I have not looked at City's schedule. For the next, you know, till December, because I don't want to or need to. Uh, I think that I don't think Son's going to keep up the pace that he's at. He's a very good player, but I don't. think They're going to keep up. He's going to keep up scoring goals. Sala would be the only other person that I'm really concerned about with that. With that statement, the true/false. Um. Jeez. I'm going to go with. I want to say false. I'm going to go with false because I want to be weird. I think it could actually be solid takes, takes over, you know, or I don't know. I don't want to play a Homer, but Ollie Watkins could end up being in there too. Cause he's been, he's been scoring goals left and right. And he has a very high XG. He's up there with Darwin Nunez as far as, um, yeah. you know, high XG and I, I, I think XG is a nice little numeric, but I don't follow re- religiously either. So, um, uh, yeah, that's where I'm sitting with. False. See, if it's,
1: since it's it's to Christmas, I like I like Salah's I like Salah's um, uh, matchups coming up. I mean obviously he's got Luton Town this weekend, he's got Brentford after that. He always yep. scores against City. They got City coming back from the internet, he always scores against City. Um scored yep. two goals against them last year. Uh, then after that, he's got Fulham at home, Sheffield United away, Crystal Palace. And then United, who he's guaranteed to get a goal against. Yeah. So I mean, the, the guy is the guy is literally lining up all the, all these teams in a row. He's already scored or assisted in every single match this year, um, minus I mean, if you really want to count the goal that should have stood, Luis Diaz, he did. Uh, minus mm. the one game, obviously, but um, yeah, he uh, and, and shout out to, to Luis Diaz. I guess they're they're in the midst of getting his his uh, father back. Um, I'm not sure yeah. about that story, but I um, did.
0: That's insane.
1: Diaz, obviously. Yeah, it's it's so I guess ELN, a uh, a political, almost like a cartel, I guess in in Colombia, uh, captured you know uh, Diaz's parents, they let his mother go the night of capture, um, and released her. The there was reports that they got the father back, and then now it, t- it turned out that that report was false. Uh, the mm-hmm. father was being extradited to Venezuela, and now it turns out that the so-called political group that that you know. Uh, that kidnapped them didn't know they had Luis Diaz's father.
0: It's yeah, like okay.
1: So okay, uh, so yeah. Hopefully, I mean, they said it's supposed to be within the next couple hours um, that's good. Of, of this actually probably dropping that he'll he'll be released. So um, that's good. Hopefully that that happens. So yeah, kind of sucks.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, no nobody should have to go through that, and nobody like no. it's even worse. I hate saying this because it's, you know... I, I'm, I'm going to be empathetic, actually. You know what? Uh, it feels terrible that a player who has a lot of money like this has to worry about their family in a, in a country like that. They, they shouldn't have to worry about their family and to yeah. have to... And he, he came
1: from one of the poorest villages, you know?
0: Exactly. He came and from that's, one of the, that's poorest the problem. Villages it's, it's so walking. unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. Yeah. But...
1: You know, the kid finally Uh, makes it, you know, makes a name for his family and sucks.
0: Yep. Yep. So hopefully that gets all sorted out. Um, Thoughts to Luis Diaz and his family. Not that he's going to listen to this, although I hope you do. And please share if you do. And comment and all that hot jazz. Um, I will give you a true false. And my true false is... uh, (laughs) I would... You would rather how would I do this? Um, give me a second. True or false? You would rather be a Chelsea fan than a United fan. Fuck. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so just per- perspective. Chelsea sit eleventh. For other people, we know this already, but you know.
1: Well, I don't want to be either. Um, I
0: know you don't want to be either. I'm talking so about just,
1: like, a- the way they play and the outlook this season. Just like, overall, like, yes, I'm gonna go their Chelsea. overall demeanor. Uh, yeah, I think, that- yeah, go ahead. I got to go inside. Chelsea. I got to go Chelsea. Yeah. I think they're they're so much in a better position. Uh, I don't think United are going to get out of this. I, I can honestly, and I, I can't believe I'm actually saying this, I could see United finishing eighth or ninth.
0: I – I agree with that. I don't think they have a they don't have the backbone right now to finish anything higher than eighth. I'm all out Could of you truth, imagine
1: false. United finishing out of Europe?
0: Yes. I want that so bad.
1: <laughs> I, want I mean look that so bad too.
0: Look, um, Rhett had brought it up in a group chat with the, my her old head coach. And he said that United have the Yankee syndrome. They ca- they cannot have a rebuilding season or rebuilding seasons. They always continually have to be the best that they could possibly be. And <clears throat> nothing is a rebuild. They, unfortunately, or fortunately for some other teams, have to rebuild. They cannot keep stacking shit on top of shit.
1: It's I mean, you so can,
0: <laughs> you can, but it's not going to end up. It's going to be, it's going to be up like the uh, what the heck is it called? Um, full Metal Jacket. I didn't know they stack
1: shit that high. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy, I have no more true falses unless you have one more that you want to hit me, or you can save. I'm out, brother. One. I'm <laughs> out
1: of. I'm out of true falses false.
0: Okay, I was going to say we are pushing the <laughs> limits of the listeners at one hour and 25 minutes, and you're push, uh, we're pushing our luck because my throat is getting sore. Um, if you have stuck around this long, we greatly appreciate it, and would love if you would uh, like, share, comment, subscribe, uh, you know, anything you want to do, we'll, we'll respond back to you. We, we love our fans. Um, you can check us out at uh, wolf spear garden in albany um one of the three of us myself Rhett, or woodsy will be there frequently um shout out to carl because he's a cool dude and you know the rest good of the thing is i think we, got, we got at least
1: one of us representing each day this weekend so yeah that's so a, that's a good you know, thing too we're missing down you there. Buddy. i know you're going golf. Right.
0: well look i gotta squeeze it in it's november and the fact that i'm going to be able to go golfing in november in the northeast it's a miracle You got to do what you got to do. Um, well, with that, thank you, everybody. We appreciate for the listen, and have a wonderful time. Well, guys, that was an episode of Swinging at Shins. We appreciate you for coming out and listening to us. If you guys want to hear or see more, we have links in the description below. We hope to hear from you soon and hear more
1: about what you have to say.